amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Do you love uploading video to the web, but you can't stand those pesky ads that come with it? Well, go to blazingryradio.com and click on the banner for Vimeo. Vimeo loves your videos. Save and share your videos in beautiful HD with no disruptive ads. As a basic member, you can upload up to 500 megabytes of video per week for free. As a plus member, you can upload up to 5 gigs of video per week. And that is $59.95 per year. And if you want to go pro, you can upload up to 20 gigs of video per week for only $199 per year, billed annually. So... Go ahead on over to BlazingRyeRadio.com, click on the banner for Vimeo, and get to uploading. Thank you for listening. BlazingRyeRadio.com. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. So now you're in, and now you won't bag out. The Great City. Hey, everyone. It is uh, Thursday, January 22nd, 2015. You're checking in with smoking nephew Blaze and Rye, and I'd like to welcome the Sade to my better and while, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are y'all? Good night. How are you doing, Rye? Hey! 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 Yes. Uh, listen. Uh, so I, I have, I don't know that I've ever been so ill prepared for anything. I just, I realized, uh, like, uh, uh, within sixty seconds prior to the show, I had not changed the show time to tonight, and <laughs> and so I had to get everything uh, situated, lickety split, and did not know if I would make it, but I think I made it. Right under the wire, you know how that song, bah, bah, the oh, wire. Yeah, right down to the wire. <laughs> no, not that one. I was, I mean, that is a, an amazing song, yes. But I was talking about that song by that girl group. Uh, you know that girl group? They're like, eh, you know, they're like, uh, oh yeah, sound like Krang from Ninja Turtles, all three of them. Um, I love them. <laughs> but they do that, the, right down to the wire, you know, it's a great song. Yeah, right down to the wire. Even through the fire. Did it up. Did 
star in the theater community and um, in the gay community and in the jazz community and in the Broadway community. But uh, <laughs> but now she's you know on a hit TV show. Um, anyway, uh, my um, point is that people would uh, you know, and, and I remember my friend Michelle Kinney uh, said mm-hmm. who who wanted to be the talent booker at the beginning of this, which lasted about two weeks or something until she resigned. Uh, but um, <laughs> she said, uh, she 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 said, hey. My uh, my friends Mike Lowry and Greg Reuter would love to do the show. Mike, uh, I don't remember what he does. I, I know he's an actor. I know I've seen him in a herpes commercial. Um, I know uh, he has a band called Dun Dirt Cheap that is an ACDC cover band. And uh, and, and he was great. And then the, the guest uh, who closed that show was Greg Reuter. Um, and this guy... Uh, I'll get the sad part out of the way. He passed away a few weeks ago. Uh, very sudden, very shocking. Forty-three years old. Um, wow. Horrible. Uh, tragic. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but Greg was nice enough to come on the the radio show very early on in its you know inception, and um, and and that's kind of what he did. He championed new things, he championed artistic things, and uh, uh, it, it was great. Um, and we we hit it off right off the bat. Uh, I found out during the interview we both had a love of tennis, and we both loved Rafael Nadal, uh, who apparently, did you see the match the other night, or did you hear about it? He, apparently he was cramping up, it was a five-cent match, he wound up winning in the end. Did you, did you hear about that? No, I didn't. I didn't see or hear about it. No. Yeah, he was coming from two sets down. I don't know what the exact score was, but but he uh, it, it reminded me of that Baghdadis Agassi match when uh when Baghdadis wow. was ramping up. Yeah. Um, Your boy Agassi. Yes, exactly. By the way, I I told this kid. Uh, I told my friend who co-chairs my Friday meeting with me that Andre Agassi is my hero. And he told me he liked he liked him until he read his book. And I said, how is that possible? His book was amazing. And then he goes, he is an inferiority complex-fueled passive-aggressive prick. <laughs> nothing wrong said, with that. Look at where he is. So, you know, it's not, nothing wrong with that. Shut the fuck up. To, to which I said, <laughs> to, to, to which I said, you're thinking of Pete Sampras. Um, so, uh, anyway, well do you really, said, well played. do you, do you really think Andre Agassi's, uh, all that stuff that he's, that he said? No, I don't think so. I, I, I don't, I don't know that much about it, but I remember watching, I think it was Andre Agassi. He started, didn't he start like a, uh, amid all the, uh, the Katrina stuff in New Orleans. Didn't he start like a school down there? Like a charter school for uh, you know underprivileged kids, and it was wildly successfully down there. And uh, I thought it was I, Andre Agassi, you know, along with Brad Pitt and a bunch of others who kind of donated money towards that effort. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I know that he has the Andre Agassi Academy in uh, Las Vegas, which is that's the main thing. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if he did that after Katrina as well. But I, I hadn't heard that. No. Okay. No. No. Everything I've seen about Andre Agassi is, seems like he's a very nice guy. You know, uh, down to earth, and uh, you know, not wild or you know, ridiculous. So I think it seems like a good guy. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> so, so, so Greg and I hit it off. Uh, this guy, he 
Okay. A lot of us, we don't get on Broadway once. Greg Ruder was on Broadway eight times or nine. Wow. Eight or nine times. He wow. did everything. He did Spamalot, Chicago, Shrek, Chicago again. He did Chicago like a million times. Um, wow. He he did, uh, what else? I'm forgetting some um, uh, some lesser known ones. But Broadway eight or nine times. Uh, knew everybody. So he dies very, very sad. People are all shocked and confused, and uh, it's just a mess. Um, and uh, the uh, I was thinking that, you know, it would be nice to have a memorial in New York. The thing is that uh, his... Uh, his funeral was in Michigan, but um, the good the good folks at uh, Rockers on Broadway, uh, previous guests of this show, Donnie Kerr, uh, Ben Cameron, they put together a memorial in um, in Midtown at New World Stages on Monday, this past Monday, Martin Luther King Day, and um, and I attended it, and this is where the story gets more uplifting. It was. The best show I think any of us had seen in a very long time. Um, oh wow! It was incredible. So here's the thing: you're going, you know, you don't know what to expect. You're going to kind of a very sad thing. The guy died way too mm-hmm. young, and uh, everybody loved him, and he's funny and charming, and loved tennis, and and um, we go to this thing. I'm sitting with my friend Jess. The lights go dim, and you know how. At the beginning of plays or uh, plays mainly, uh, somebody will say, turn off your cell phone, unwrap your candy and and that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, here's what happened. Uh, The the lights went down and Hank Azaria had a wireless mic at his seat. um, And so the lights went down and he said, Hey, Hank Azaria here, otherwise known as... And he started listing all his characters from The Simpsons and doing their voices. And then he said, uh, he, he, he said, uh, ba- basically what I mean is, you know, turn off your cell phones, unwrap the can, basically just shut the fuck up. Ooh, what, what an offensive way to start an event like this. And, and uh, he just, did, you know, he did all his characters and that it was a perfect, irreverent way to start this show. And... <laughs> Then there was just a series of these uh, incredible Broadway performances, all these different Broadway actors. and You had Ben Cameron hosting it, Donnie Kerr, the legendary pinball wizard from Tommy. Uh, you had uh, um, Brian Darcy James and, and all these uh, amazing um, Broadway people. You had Hank Azaria, and uh, people just gave uh, these tribute performances. They sang, they danced. And um, the 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 kicker for me was uh, there was a he he had just uh, the reason he was in Michigan when he passed away is because he had started uh, teaching as a professor of um, musical theater and choreography at Michigan State and wow. the 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 most emotion like the most gut wrenching part uh, of the whole thing was when they showed his students talking about how much they loved him as a teacher and that was really hard to watch. I was very like that's when everyone in the house kind of there was no not a dry eye um yeah and uh and my friend Erica uh who um was very close with him uh she 
sang an original song that got uh, everyone was there wasn't a dry eye in the house and and everyone was um on their feet at the end of it uh and it was i mean to to move a room of broadway veterans the way that she did well, i i could not be prouder um and uh and 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 afterwards she later told me that she blacked out she had no idea what happened she just you know she blacked out when she did the song which i think is what she had to do in that situation to get through it um and uh i think the reason that that you will particularly like this story is um at some point during the show uh martin short got up there on stage are you serious i am serious yeah and uh <laughs> yeah he he was actually in i i mean i saw him walk into the audience he walked in a, a little late and and uh w- went to his seat in the front there next to mark shaman and mark shaman the uh, composer started playing something on the piano and then he he said, and now I want to introduce someone that it, it was always Greg's dream. To, it was dream come true when Greg got to work with him. And, and ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Martin Short. And Martin Short went up there and he did um, he did a song. He did some comedy. Uh, he kept telling Mark Shaman, the uh, uh, pianist, he kept telling him, like, don't interrupt me if you ever want to work in this business again. Um, and he, he was just, you know, the great showman. That he is, and he told a story about when he and Greg did um, the producers. He was doing the producer. So Martin Short was saying, uh, we were in L.A. doing uh, the producers, and I I was doing it with Jason Alexander, and and I had a dressing room because I I had a deal, and everyone started laughing. And and he just told this story of how people would – uh, he would have champagne in the dressing room to share with whoever was coming back there. And I guess Greg particularly liked this story when at some point, some he, Martin Short heard somebody outside the dressing room say something about, um, uh, d- d- well, do you have Jack and Coke? And then Martin Short overheard Anne Bancroft, who was visiting, go, no, darling, we don't have Jack and Coke. We only have champagne. And apparently <laughs> Greg loved that story. Um, and, you know, it was fascinating to, to hear Martin Short's recollection of working with him. And, um, he, he also, uh, read, a, he was like, I, 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 w- I wanted to read this, this poem. It's an Irish poem about death. And Martin Short read this Irish poem that was about death. And, and I, all I remember is that it started with death is nothing. I'm still just in the other room. And, don't speak of me uh, with any sorrow, and and it was just this beautiful uh, poem and totally different kind of way to think about this type of thing. And um, at the at at the end, and you know, Richard Kind was there just milling about. You know, the guy cousin cousin Andy from Kirby Enthusiasm. You you know that guy? He was on Mad About You. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah, oh, he wow. was. Okay. He was there. He, he didn't. Even, he wasn't even on stage or anything. But he was there. Um, and uh, wow. and at, and so after the show, um, and a big standing ovation from everyone. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, I'm sure Greg would have loved it. And uh, one of the things Erica said when she got up there was, "I always used to make fun of Greg for all the name dropping he did, but <laughs> they're all here right now." Um, and you know, <laughs> you know, and so. Yeah. <laughs> the joke's on me. You were lying up. 
Yeah, no, not at all. So after after the show was over, um, everyone is kind of milling about and walking out, and and Martin Short and Richard Kind spoke to each other for a while, and Richard Kind kept making eye contact with me, and I I really had no idea what to say to him, so I, I just I didn't say anything with him, but he kept looking at me like in in different rooms too, like he kept finding me in the in the lobby and in the theater, and I was, I don't know what to say. Hey, how's how's cousin Larry doing? I don't you know I don't want to I can't think of anything to say without insulting him somehow. So. <laughs> And, and, you know, he's one of those guys that you see around the city. He lives on the Upper West Side. I've seen him up there before. What was weird about that was he looked like a health care worker because he had one of those weird name tag plastic <laughs> things on, and it was very strange. <laughs> um, but as after Martin Short and Richard Kind finished their conversation, um, oh, and also I should mention that they closed the show with uh, um, the Monty Python cast uh, doing um, – that whole, uh, how does that go? Life's a piece of shit when you look at it. So why not sing and dance and jump around that? Uh, oh, always look on the bright side of life. So and that's oh, everyone, okay, right. Oh my gosh, wow. Yeah, and and everyone went up there for that. Martin Short, everyone went up there and sang sang that together. Um, anyway, after he's done talking to Richard Kind, um, he is walk. Martin Short is walking right by me, um, and so I uh, I said that was beautiful to him and he goes thanks man and he shook my hand and i said where did you find that irish poem and martin short goes it was sent to me about two years ago and i said i I really dug that and he said yeah you know it's just it's light you know it's i mean it's we're all going to be there in a minute anyway so let's just all relax here and um and I, I was like I said thank you and, and uh we, we went our separate ways and uh that was that was quite a moment that I'll never I'll never forget. Um and uh and then afterwards um we my friends Jess and Michelle and I we, we went out to eat and that was that was it. Um but but hey, what a way to go out, you know? Right. That sounds like an amazing uh, kind of remembrance for the guy and the uh, celebration of his life and who he knew. And you knew so many people. You're, you're absolutely correct. Oh, my God. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, just not, not just famous people. Everybody on Broadway will make a lot of friends. This guy must have been really uh, someone special. I don't know him. But, you know, the way you talk about him and uh, the, the events and, just, you know, uh, his students and everything like that, he really touched people. He seemed like a really genuine person, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll just, uh, I mean, this is just a a smattering of the people who were there that I I just need to parch. I'm parched, so I need to quench my thirst for a moment here. Get get some of that Gatorade. Some of that uh, purple Gatorade. It's it's Diet Wild Cherry Pepsi, though I do love my Riptide Rush. Oh, that is good. Yes, diet wild cherry Pepsi. Oh, that's pretty good. I like cherry Coke. Cherry Coke is good. I alternate. Usually for the radio show, I'll do the diet wild cherry Pepsi, but sometimes I almost got the the diet the Coke Cherry Zero, but then I I said I must have lost my damn mind and went back to my old <laughs> thing. They're both very good, but one is you know they're for different occasions. But here is just a sample of the people who were there at this. Memorial, which was at once very, very sad and and incredibly uplifting at the same time. But 
here we go. It was uh, Leeson, Almquist, Donna Marie, Asbury, Hank Azaria, Neely Baseman, Nicole Bridgewater, Mark Calamia, uh, Ben Cameron, Teray Campbell, uh, Thomas Canizaro, Jen Cody, Tom Deckman, Bernard Dotson, Gabriela Garcia, David Garrison, Jason Gilman, Greg Graham, Charles Gray, Marsh Hansen, Danette Holden, Tim Hunter, Mitchell Jarvis, Joshua Stephen Cartez, Donnie Kerr, Michelle Kinney, Michael Kostroff, Renee Lekiaga, Sarah Litzinger, Erica Lustig, Melissa Ray Mann, Dossie McGraw, Sharon Moore, Liz Nagansit McGraw, Abby O'Brien, Brian O'Brien, Denny Pashal, Steve Rosen, Mark Shaman, Jason Patrick Sands, uh, Jeffrey Saver, Christopher Sieber, Martin Short, Rachel Stern, Mark Tyke, Clark Thorl, uh, Tanya Wadden, Don Walgamuth, Amra Faye Wright, Brian Darcy James, and many, many more. Uh, and wow. and if that is not a list of people to have at your going away party, then I don't know. I don't know yeah. what it is. And uh, yeah, that's. Well, it must have been some heck of a show, too. You know, people are really kind of putting uh, it all out there. And Erica's song, you know, it must have been amazing. Yeah. And Absolutely. This is, a, this is a guy, you know, you know, he, he did a lot of big things, but he, you know, he did a lot of different things, too, uh, with a lot of people, you know, you know, um, Broadway, going on the show, you know, uh, Blazing Rye, and then uh, amazing. I think this guy sounds like a great person, you know, and what better way to go out, you know, than, like, like I said, and um, you know, yeah. testament to his character and his work. Yeah, and, and it was it was just incredible. And then the um, the uh, another moment that uh, I remembered as I was reading that list is that his one of his friends uh, from forever ago. I think they grew up together. Um, he this guy got up there and with Michelle Kinney and Erica and them on on background vocals. This guy did, with a little help from my friends, um, with the legendary Donnie Kerr with him um, from wow. the Who's, from the Who's Tommy, uh, and they mm-hmm. did that together, and uh, that was another moment that was just really like not dry in the house because during the the break in that song he said, you know, if anybody m- meant as much means as much to you as Greg meant to me, then you know just give that person a call. Can you do me that favor? Um, wow. and, and not a dry eye in the house and incredible performance. And they gave it all they got. And, uh, you know, it's, it, this is the first time that there's been a, a guest of mine that has passed away. Uh, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's a strange thing, you know, and for, for the per, the first guest of mine to be, to, to go, to be so young, it's a very weird thing. Uh, right. But um, like I said, it was a beautiful send off, and um, you know, and also just to, to to the the people who paid tribute, just what consummate show people they are to get up there in in this very awkward kind of situation and be the showman that they are. Like Martin Short, for instance, he he did his Martin Short thing in a very respectful way, and uh, you know, but he didn't he didn't leave anything to be desired. He was still he still did his stick and it was it was perfect you know yeah that's what's uh really amazing um like you know to, to, for all these people to show up not only that but 
you know, uh, people really show their human side. So, you know, and dedicated people like yourself and, you know, and Martin Short. And, uh, you know, that's pretty amazing. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of that. You know, even like big stars. Have, have, you know, yeah. Robin Williams. Has Robin Williams even had something like that? You know, where uh, actors I don't know. and did a tribute? Nothing like that or that, that we know of. Well, and, yeah, I feel um, I feel like he must have. There must have been something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you know that, that's pretty impressive. You know, people were really dedicated and and human and genuine on, on the people who knew him, and uh, you know, and paying tribute to such a great person. And I think that's also that's also the other part. You know, you know, you have for someone leaving and their death and whatnot, but you also have the celebration of it and people kind of remembering him and choosing to remember him in a positive light and uh, celebrating his life. You know, for for uh, time on, you know, so I think it's amazing. Yeah, the the Good amount kids, of all of you, <laughs> the amount of things <laughs> I didn't do anything, but the amount of things that this guy was able to accomplish in forty three years is beyond uh, comprehension. To to do right. Aida and and spam a lot and and Chicago a million times and uh, all these different shows. On Broadway, not off Broadway, you know, on the fucking way, on the Great White Way. Um, I mean, you know, to 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 realize, you know, that's that's all this guy wanted to do was was be on Broadway, and he realized his dream not once, not twice, not three times, but nine times. It's it's amazing, and then he and then he touched, you know, at the end of his life, so many uh, younger people. Um, in drama school, and I've been there where it's it's kind of, you know, you're always second-guessing yourself and all that stuff, and it really seemed like he had this very positive impact on, on the kids there and that he never second-guessed them and, and that he gave them a lot of confidence going into the next few years at school, going into the business. Um, and uh, hopefully some of them will, will not give up on on what they love as, as he never did. Uh, so... Since we're in the middle of the Australian Open, uh, I just want to say every time I turn on a Nadal match, every time I turn on a tennis match, I'll be I'll be thinking of you, buddy. Rest in peace, Greg. All right. So, um, moving on. Uh, where do we go from there? What do you want to talk about next? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? That was a, that was a very touching uh, touching tribute. I'd say that was very nice. Oh boy! And, and, and you said he did nothing, but that—that's something. You know, he did tribute. You remembered him, and he showed up at this thing. You know, that, that's you know, that's pretty big. That's I think that, that's very you know very nice of you. So there was something about that. There was something about being in that room. It was just you know being in the presence of of such tremendous talent. You know, and it's just it's right. a testament to how talented he was and how likable he was. Um, right. that so many of these people, you know, even movie stars. I mean, like so many people showed up um, for their friend. Uh, yeah. So and and uh, I, I did interview him once, and then mm-hmm. we I hung out in person with him a couple times, and then that, that was about it. That was the extent of of our of our friendship, but. Yeah, but he was the kind of guy that when we saw each other, we hugged. It wasn't a handshake type of thing. It was a, you know, it was a lot of theater people do that because you know we're pretty gay, um, and, uh, <laughs> and and that's just like uh, like like somebody said like the first time I met Greg, I was thinking 
who is this frosty, blonde, ambiguously, uh, like, half-gay-seeming man? And Greg was not gay, <laughs> but he, you know, people wanted him to be, I guess. Um, uh, do you think that the wizard has fallen asleep? <laughs> I think he's been done asleep for uh, the whole day. But, you know, <laughs> jacking off all day, that's the problem. You get a little tired. You know, your hands get tired. Let me tell you, I forgot to tell you about that. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I, was, I was explaining to my therapist today, actually, that I was late to something important because I was, I was jerking off. <laughs> and his advice to me was not... Oh, maybe you're addicted to masturbating, or maybe you know you're watching too much porn. His advice was, you got to get better at it. <laughs> this sound advice. Just let me know you got a great therapist. Oh, I totally agree. Saudi Arabia, it only takes two women. 
to be able to bring charges. And here we've got 26 plus. And so I thought it was kind of interesting that he decided to take a stand. And he said the good piece in all of this was that it was from a YouTube post from this comedian, like having dug it up from the Internet, and Animal decided birth. to throw it out there, and all of a sudden it became fresh and new again. And Jay Leno was saying that's that's the power of the current social media, and he, for one, thinks it's great. So wow. let's see if he says that when, you know, they pull the skeletons out of his closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly certain Leno has, like, no, I don't think he has any closets, let alone skeletons. The guy doesn't spend yeah. any of his money. I think he still yeah. lives in a studio uh, yeah, with Mavis yeah, as as in Culver City. I realize he might be the dullest fucking person around. <laughs> and I mean, here? he's married to a woman named Mavis, and all he <laughs> seems to do is play with cars. Ain't no staples in that, Mavis, neither. Nope. Nope. And who is your second hot mess, Sire? You there? Yes. Can you okay. Hear uh, the next one is now, I, I, again, we'll see a flow chart to keep up with this one. Okay, <laughs> Nicole Richie is married to either Benji or Benji's twin brother, right? I thought she was married to the guy from, um... That good Charlotte. Right. Well, that's there's the twin brothers. And one of them is Benji, and I don't know what the other one's name is. Okay. She's married to the other one, because Benji is the one that just married Cameron Diaz, right? I have no idea. Okay, but I tried to say, you almost need a flow chart. Anyway, (laughs) whoever it is that Nicole Richie is married to, apparently he's away a lot, because I guess he was doing his own band thing separate from Good Charlotte, whatever. Anyway, her best friend was Benji, the twin brother, who was coming over all the time, but now that he's married to Cameron Diaz, he's not around, and apparently she's getting kind of pissy about it. (laughs) So it makes you wonder just how much of a stand-in he was for the twin brother. Oh. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) You hear about that shit, but I mean, you know, that's some big time stuff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's a brick house. And who's your final hot mess? My final one is Lilo, who's been sort of quiet lately, and I guess that's why she had to come down with the case of Chicken Conga. Have you heard about this shit? No, what's that? It's some rare fucking disease that you get from skank-ass mosquito bites who've been, like, digging in the shit too long. And apparently she contracted it when she was in Bora Bora over the holidays. She came home, was feeling sort of bad the first week that she was in L.A., and then she had to go to London. And she got to London and apparently just completely collapsed, probably throwing up and shitting herself, and was hospitalized for four days. So it's like the next, it's like Ebola light. It's the next thing that's just about to, like, blow up. And it's actually, apparently, there have been uh, recorded cases this last year here in this country down in Florida. Oh, wow. Damn, well, of course it's in Florida. Oh, so, yeah, so, you know, that's that's the new one. And it's I, I keep wanting to say it's chimichanga, but it's called chicken conga. <laughs> chicken conga? Chicken conga. I got me a pair of cases of chicken congas. 
Is that white or dark? dark? Is it from mosquitoes or chickens? <laughs> chicken conga. You want to upgrade that to two breakfasts? <laughs> Let me get some of that chicken conga Timmy Turns with a uh, to-go rack, please. Yeah. Chicken conga. Is it from chickens or mosquitoes? <laughs> mosquitoes. But, but you know, whatever the dialect is that this came about in, chicken, chicken conga means to become agonized. Ah. Gross, bro. Ah. And apparently that's what happens. You just, like, double over and, you know, I've, I've known that feeling from food poisoning, so I can't imagine having it for four days. That's awful. Well, Where you just here's... feel like you're being sawed in half and all you're doing is shitting and, and puking? See, I think that's how Lindsay Lohan feels every day. That's what I was saying. It sounds like a party in L.A. <laughs> we'll be right back with jokes. Hey, looking for the right meals to spice up your love life? Well, look no further than BlazingRyeRadio.com. Click on the banners for AdamEveToys.com. Once you're there, you'll find vibrators, dildos, women's sex toys, men's sex toys, male masturbators, anal sex toys, kinky bondage, strap-ons, and a few of these featured products at the moment. You got Adam's Extension, a pleasure enhancer, A&E Vibrating Silver Bullet 2.0, and the Adam and Eve Ball Buzzer Penis Ring. Just go to blazingryeradio.com, click on the banners for Adam Eve Toys, and you'll find a good head kit for him, oral sex essentials kit, Adam and Eve deep throat gel, and passion packs for couples. Trust me, you and your partner will be getting busy in no time. BlazingRyeRadio.com All right, and... Uh, two-headed dildos? <laughs> yeah, two-headed dildos. Like my friend who's... Girlfriend got him the two-headed dildo, and she, like, by surprise, stuck the other end up his ass, and he was in, in writhing pain for, like, two days after that, or at least claimed to be. Well, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> All right. So, like, just surprise his ass. <laughs> and Tom Fogarty, start us off, I think. Okay, a 32-year-old Taiwanese man died after three days of street gaming at an internet cafe. I guess he really did run out of lives. That is an excellent joke. I love that joke. Terrible thing that happened to him. A Georgia father was arrested after getting his son to, for, to perform lewd acts on a dog. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I just wanted to see where that would go. <laughs> I don't know what a punchline for that is. It's just so absurd to begin with. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Marietta, Georgia oh, High I School. Got one for you. Okay. Take a conga. Take a conga. Take a conga. 
By the way, if you're ever wondering how to get from Decatur to Marietta, Georgia, you want to go back to listen to one of Jonathan DeMar's first interviews on the show where he just started <laughs> describing traffic and directions at nauseum. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, because you take Peachtree to Peachtree, and then when you get to Peachtree, you're going to make another rest on the Peachtree. Right, right. Marietta, Marietta, Georgia high school girls basketball coach Melanie Joyce Martin has been accused of biting fellow coach Tyrone Harris in the face. Martin is reportedly set to vigorously fight the charges by biting the jury's faces off. <laughs> At least he wasn't like the Patriots and tried to deflate his balls. That's true. Speaking of biting faces, cannibal New York City cop Gilberto Valle has created a Match.com profile stating he seeks non-judgmental ladies with kinky taste. Kiki Taste is actually a seasoning he sprinkles on his dates before he eats them. Has <laughs> 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 a whole other meaning to the term eating out. A Toledo mine ran a stop sign and crashed through a gate entering a parking lot for a prison. If you ask me, it's an excellent way to avoid the handcuffs. Holy Clinton did a Vladimir Putin impression this week. To pay tribute, I will now do a Monica Lewinsky impression. Consciously did not give Fogarty that joke. <laughs> thank you, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I would be curious. <laughs> Chris Matthews is very upset President Obama insulted cable news during his State of the Union address earlier this week. Matthews is quoted as saying, The tingle went from going up my leg to a tickly lump in my throat. <laughs> well, take the dick out of it. Tickle in my leg. A Denver bakery is under fire for refusing to bake a cake with anti-gay images on it. Jeez. I didn't know there was any cake that wasn't gay. <laughs> you ain't never lied. Rock <laughs> this, bitch. <laughs> Microsoft announced this week that its Windows 10 upgrade will be free, further proving the old adage 
You get what you pay for. I want to be an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, One Million Dads has launched as a counterpart to the anti-gay One Million Moms. Jeez, I thought two dads was gay enough, let alone a million. I know. Ooh, damn. Can you imagine that party? Paul Reiser and Greg up there. Yep. I'm going right past the door and look for an otter. Oh, I'll go for a twink myself. Oh, my talk will be announced this week. States can ignore the Supreme Court's decision on gay marriage. Just like how everyone ignores whatever the fuck Huck show the bitch got on top. <laughs> Chicken Kaya. Chimichanga. To go rap supreme. <laughs> a new Quinnipiac poll shows New Jersey Governor Chris Christie's approval rating has dropped to its lowest point in four years. Unlike his cholesterol, booyah! Cue the strings and the horns. It was very What are you singing over there, Bogarty? Tom Fogarty, the wizard of Fogarty Place. Good night, wizard man. Good night, wizard man. And what's your favorite scene to see the main man with the main brain brains, man? My favorite scene to see the main man with the main brain brains, man. It's gotta be what she plays, uh. This old uh, old man is helping uh, Kevin Costner as their character building a field, a field of dreams. Oh, Ray, people will come, Ray. They'll come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. They'll turn up your driveway not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door as innocent as children longing for the past. Of course, we won't mind if you look around, you'll say. It's only $20 per person. They'll pass over the money without even thinking about it. For it is money they have and peace they lack. And they'll walk out to the bleachers, sit in shirtless uh, sleeves on a perfect afternoon. They'll find they have reserved seats somewhere along one of the baselines where they sat when they were children and cheered for their heroes. And they'll watch the game, Ray, and it'll be as if they dipped themselves in magic waters. The memories will be so thick they'll have to brush them away from their faces. People will come, Ray. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It has been a race like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it can be good again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. If you build it, they will come. And that's my favorite scene. She's the main, main, she's the main, main, main. Yes. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes. And what's your favorite scene? She's the main, 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 main. 
I hear Kevin Costner's a real jerk. I, I, it surprised me. I heard he was kind of a jerk recently, and now I it can't look at him the same because I love him. But I guess that's just how some people. Maybe you know what? That's you know what? Uh, you can never trust people when they say that. You never trust people when they say that because, for instance, uh, people say Anthony Rapp is a jerk. I met him several times. He's very nice. People say Nick Jonas is a jerk. He was very nice. He's just a little quiet. That's all. It doesn't mean they're a jerk. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree. I don't. I don't know. I've never. I, you know, I've never heard that about Kim Costner. He seems like a little bit. He's like a bit, bit arrogant, but I mean, yeah. did you see his uh, speech at the uh, what is it, the uh, the Crit- Critics' Choice Awards or whatever it was called? No, it was an amazing speech. It was last weekend. It was Sunday. It was great. Really? What did what did he? Why was he doing something for the? What is he, did he win something? Yeah, he got like a, a Critics' Choice Award. I think he got the Lifetime Achievement Award. And, oh, okay. Uh, very like uh, selfless in it. He was like. You know, I'm not, I don't really even deserve this. He <laughs> even went on to go like, uh, you know, my movie wasn't, you know, even that good. I don't even know. No, no, my movies weren't even that great. He just, you know, got the role, you know, but just by chance. And, uh, you know, he went on to say, you know, he kind of tri- made a tribute to uh, Gene Hackman and uh, Sean Connery. He's like, you know, those are the guys that really paved the way for me. And, uh, you know, sad to not see them here and still acting. And it was really kind of like uh, old manish in a lot of ways. You know? <laughs> he said. He said it's sad to see them here and not acting. No, no, it's, it's, it's sad to see them not here and like kind of disengaged from the, the film industry business. And uh, you know, and those guys were his heroes and everything like that. And it was actually a very touching, selfless speech. It was, it was, you know, and thank everybody, the fans, and you know, and uh, you know, I was surprised though. There was one thing I didn't. You know how they roll through the movie clips of his biggest movies? They never went through the bodyguard. I was surprised. It's really strange. Because yeah. when you said just now, did you see his speech? I thought you were going to say, did you see his speech at Whitney Houston's funeral, which was amazing. Yeah, I saw that too. That was good. He said great speeches. Yeah, and he's a tremendous actor. He's a very underrated actor, I think. He's a tremendous actor, and then if if he's a little bit a little bit arrogant, he's he's earned it. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So my favorite scene is in my mind. Is um, from uh, she's in my main feature, Amanda Bynes, main colon barbershop, and Amanda Bynes plays uh, Eddie, the the barber. He's an older barber with the Frederick Douglass hair, and this is the scene where Amanda Bynes is talking to Ice Cube's character uh, about uh, shutting down the barbershop and or something. Okay, here we go. Boy, look. Look, look, your daddy may not have a whole lot of money. Oh, but he was rich because he invested in people. What'd you think? You think I was the only one he gave a job to, Calvin? No. That man opened up the door to anyone and any knucklehead around here in the city of Chicago that wanted to come down here and make some money out themselves. Gave the opportunity to somebody. A licensed professional barber. Now, me, myself, personally, I wouldn't have gave half these bail jumpers the opportunity. Well, you know, it's just hard enough. You sit in there, and you try to cut somebody's head, and gonna worry about this fool over there trying to shank you. But let me tell you something. At the end of the day, Calvin, at the end of the day, I was glad I was here. And now you. And that's my favorite scene to see my man with a man by his mind. Wow! What yeah. a message! I like Thanks. that. I like that. 
I like that scene. Well performed. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, and uh, and and we have no updates on Mousy. No, not yet. Not yet. But that single's coming out. I swear to God, she's waiting for it. She's coming out. This is the year 2015, baby. Mousy's going all in. Go big or go home. We get ready for it. It's good. It's good. Mark Stewart, Fifty Cent. Uh, we're going all in. That's what the song's called. <laughs> going all in. I thought it was something about who let the dogs something or an- another. <laughs> That's another one. That's, uh, another one. Okay. That's with Donald Trump and Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> did it, wait, did it, what did Donald Trump say about Rosie O'Donnell? She, I don't know her, but but she's a disgusting pig or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about Rosie, but she's a terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. All right. So we will be back next week. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, "If it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz." Hit the brakes, Florence. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you gonna do with that thing, John Weeks? You're going to put some uh, ink on her face. You're going to give her some bubble gum, give her a baseball cap. And when she's flotting at the home and you know she's got to go, it's diarrhea. <laughs> Do you remember those thoughts? Do you remember those thoughts when we were kids about diarrhea? When you know you're going out, flotting at the home and you know you got to go, it's diarrhea. <laughs> Do you remember those thoughts? The thoughts are great. What are you saying? Cue the strings and the horns. It was very catchy. All right, let's jack off, gentlemen. Owner to Kel, kick us off. So I'm just supposed to read this. Yeah. Good night, week. Good night, everybody. I miss a starry night More than you know And I think that you'll be about to lose But I still Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.